This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Uh, you know, it's that time of year where you're trying not to offend anybody. Just in time for the holidays, it's the non-offensive Christmas collection with songs that are guaranteed not to be banned by lawyers and angry protesters like Come All Ye Not So Faithful. Oh, come all ye faithful. And those who think life is just an accident Oh, come ye, oh, come ye To a little town in the Middle East that may or may not have any significance And Silent Night, completely uneventful night Silent Night Pretty much a typical night Nothing to see Unless you choose to, it's pretty much up to the individual. And last but not least, everyone's favorite, Joy to the World, Get That Cross Out My Face. Joy to the world, some guy has come. Let Earth receive this controversial figure. Now everyone can enjoy the holidays without making protest signs in the garage. Have a merry, typical, uneventful, insignificant day in December. <laughs> Usually the people in the Santa hats, too. They're grinchy and grumpy all the time. Just get it over with. Uh, do you know any swear words in other languages? There's too many people in that store trying to buy turkeys and hams. <laughs> screwing, up my, uh, screwing up my system. Uh, what now? Do you know how to swear in any other language? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, a d- a dumb cough. I don't know what that is. You don't. I don't know what popped that Popped in is. my head. I, no, I guess I don't. I think uh, we, uh, if I, yeah, we kind of hit this every once in a while, but if I have to see it to remember it. Did I just swear? I don't know. No. I have no idea. Um, I know one word. What is it? In a different language. What is it? Swear word. Mared. Mared? Yeah. Doesn't sound very sweary. It's the S word in French. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Mared? Yeah. That doesn't sound uh, like you're insulting anybody. Uh, what can I say? The French are very, you know. <laughs> this this duck roast tastes like merd. Yeah, merd. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't have the the flair. Um, did you? Did he say a mer? No, I said it tastes like freaking merd. Merd. You filthy American! You you go to McDonald's. Bring me the flair. Bring me the flair. He speaks the language of love. Um, and So a new study found that the most popular curse words in most languages tend to have one thing in common. Oh, uh, they don't sound anything like our swear words? No, in any language. Oh, uh, no matter what language you're cussing in, the choice words you're using probably don't include these four letters. L, R, Y, or W. Researchers had people list the most offensive words they knew in their native language, and very few of them had those letters. Now, if we look at George Carlin, yeah. rested pepperoni, we need you more than ever. Uh, if we look at the famous seven words that you can't say on TV, there's only one of those letters in any of them. Two of them have an R, but that's it. And that's blank sucker and mother blanker. Isn't uh, Spanish whore punta? Or puta or putter or something like that. I know this is all. I'm I'm getting I'm getting random flashes. We're cultured. Getting random flashes now. 
Yeah, puta. 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 You are not very good at speaking foreign languages. No, I never took a foreign language. Yeah. Mm-mm. Puta, that's a D sound. Puta. Oh, puta. Yeah. Okay, sure. That's okay. Didn't know you could was... be saying something totally different. Who the hell knows what the hell you're saying? You know? Jesus. Uh, they also found that the words we use in place of swear words do tend to have those letters a lot. Like frick and darn. Gee whiz. Holy cow, right? <laughs> Gee whiz. I know, right? Killing me. Uh, so they think there's just something about the sounds that those letters make that don't make it sound offensive enough. Mared, prime example. You're like, that's not offensive, right? Right. Um, so as languages evolved, we naturally left them out of the most popular swear words. I will die on this hill that the reason the F word feels so good to say is because of the hard consonants. Uh, sure, I, I agree. It's the C word, I think, in, oh, I Aus- love it. in Australia is a very common word. I think it's your buddy. Yeah, yeah, yo, yo, C word. I got a lot to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what I'll say? I'll say bunt. Uh, it's kind of like how we call each other dicks. Hey, you dick. I'm going to the, yeah. we're going to the outback with my old bunt. I don't think that it's quite like buddy, uh, you know? No. I but it's it, like how you and I say, the, I call like, each other I dicks. You walk or, up to a friend, you have a beer with him, you go, oh, good yeah. having a beer with you, you old bunt. It's still a swear word, though. Like the, the children aren't running around calling each other C words. Okay. I'll take your word for it. You know. So what'd you say Mard is? The S word? Mard. It's it's the S word in French. Okay, gotcha. Look forward today to telling somebody they're full of mirrored. Mard. <laughs> no matter how long we do this, I am not going to get it. So just let me say Mard and move on. Yeah, in the UK and Australia, the C- I almost said it. The C word is still considered vulgar, but isn't out, isn't considered as taboo of a word. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, which well, I, I am. A, I'm a, trying to bring back the a, C a word. Non-offensive word is pointless. Why, why would we not want to? Know? Yeah, exactly. That doesn't make any sense. Fix it. Fix um, it now. But uh, me and a bunch of ladies at the barn have been saying the C word like crazy. Really? We're trying to bring it back. I, I, I like. Give me an example. Like oh, like they'll have a like. There's a, a particular horse out there that's kind of a dick. Yeah. And uh, she's very. Uh, you just have to be very paying attention when you ride. Otherwise, she if she manages to to kind of collect herself, she bucks you right off. Oh. So we call her. She's a she's a real C word. The horse. Know? Right. Okay, not that's, the person that, on it, the horse. That C word, you know, and, and we call her the super C. Uh, okay. Oh, you're riding super C. <laughs> <laughs> we got pretty C, super C. Uh, we got, uh, we got, uh, we, we got, uh, we got, we got limpy C. I mean, yeah, we got all kinds of C's around. I, I left my bridal out the other day and they called me and they said, you C word, you left your F and bridle out. God damn. Like, oh, God. That's I fantastic. Know. Yeah. I look forward to my next visit to the barn. <laughs> like, well, I, you I know your there, audience, I'd be dude. like, what did I do? I didn't, what? It's like, no, I'm talking to the horse, you idiot. Oh. Yeah, I feel better. Thanks. <laughs> but that's only when there aren't kids around and there's sure. a certain audience, obviously. So you're, you're, you're de uh, mystifying the C word. Yes. I enjoy that. Uh, yes. We're taking away some of the 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 taboo power of it. I yeah, think that, I think it's still generally considered the worst word in the human language. I love it. Uh, the c word. Bring it on. But if it's good enough for the gals at the barn, maybe you can drop it on your boss today. <laughs>
And then you're going to find out it's not as friendly as it is in Australia. <laughs> right. Right. Don't call your boss the Super C. Hi, how's it going? Hey, morning, Johnny. Hey, uh, you know how you can remember that Merd? Merd. Merd, yeah. There yeah. It is. Think of it. Think of it like a horse, you know, like a mare, horse, you oh, know, mare. just with a D. Oh, with there a D. Mare, mare with a D. All Mared. right, that's, that's how you Very do it. That's, good. Yeah, Look at you're, you. You're, you're treating and, me like a five-year-old. I appreciate it. Well, hey, no, hey, man, break it down, color pictures, you know, and then uh, you could just, this is horse mared, you know. See horse what I did mare. There? All right. Look at you. All right, you, you C-word juggling <laughs> thunder C-word. All right. You have a, I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I uh, gladly see you next word to eat some C word on Tuesday. Wait, wait, that is not how it goes in Popeye the Sailor, man. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Completely different. Hello, how's it going? Hey, I'm pretty sure I saw a program where they were inducting uh, Brett Favre into something, and one of his linemen was doing a speech and a tribute to him and said every now and then he used to crack up the line because he would yell out things like, Bald Pinocha to the right, bald Pinocha or black Pinocha. I guess what does Pinocha mean? Pin- I think it means. I think it might mean that sea area. Uh, oh, Pinocha. Uh, well, yeah, well, you can Pinocha. always say you can always say the old gunt. Yeah. <laughs> the old standby. The old alternative. Let me see. Yeah, two hey, two twenty five gunt. Two twenty five yep. gunt. 225 Pinocha right. 225 Pinocha right. And then you're, the wide receivers are like, am I the Pinocha? Yeah, they're all just laughing. What is Pinocha? We I, probably shouldn't be saying that either. We're yeah, fine. Yeah, I know. Oh, Watch your right. Pinocha language there, bro. Uh, Have a good right. one. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, you blundering thunder C-word. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. Uh, sometimes we have news stories and it's like, duh. It's just Durr. the obvious end of the story, Durr. right? Durr. Uh, PC2. A legendary sword swallower out of Ohio named Mrs. Danger. It was your mom's nickname in high school. You <laughs> beat me to it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Can't believe um, A legendary sword swallower out of San Diego hospitalized after an awful accident during a show that involved multiple blades. there's your side um so i have a scott nelson here talking about what went wrong during his act that caused these horrific injuries i swallowed five swords at once but what had happened is i let go of the bunch too soon i did that in college and they scissored out inside of me (laughs) which means some of the blades went in different directions what it, it, it sounds like swallowing isn't the problem. It's not puncturing things that seems to be the problem. Swallowing seems easy. So he's a 59-year-old dude. He's known as Marugan the Mystic. Ah, the Marug. He's performing at a Six Flags in Maryland on Halloween. And that was the night he was hospitalized. So, yeah, they scissored this... T- I love that word, too. Five swords scissored out in my abdominal cavity. It appears I pierced the lobe of my liver. I pierced the toast. <laughs> the secret is not to get excited when you pierce your liver. Just go, I pierced the liver. So what? They'll give you another one. Uh, the good news is I've quit smoking and lost over 50 pounds. That'll happen when you can't eat because you Tore up your damn inside. I don't even know what the secret is to sword swallowing. Just relax everything and relax let it, your throat, you son of a bitch. Take it. All right. Uh, 
He set up a GoFundMe. <sighs> He's raised more than four grand. His injuries weren't life-threatening, but it was close. He's not out of the woods yet. He's still in the hospital and wasn't able to eat for a month. What do you, hey, dude. What do if you get a sneeze when you've got five swords? Then you're... You die. Yeah. You freaking die. Um, good for him. Whatever. GoFundMe. Yada, yada. I get it. But no, listen, I'm not sending I'm money. I'm not giving him no. money. Why would you send money to a guy that? Uh, I, I, that's not. That's not that entertaining to me. That's stupid to me. I don't know if I'm that entertained. I would not drive five miles to see a guy dr- swallow swords. If I was already there, maybe I'd watch. Yeah, exactly. I wants to walk into the bar and swallow a sword. I'll probably turn around and. I'll take a look. <laughs> see what's see how it goes. I might throw him a dollar or something. Hey, everybody. Got a wild urge to shove a sharp three-foot object down my throat. Right. I'm like, all right, let's see where this goes. Well, like a sword swallower suffers injuries from swallowing swords. How did this happen? I'm not giving you money. Uh, <laughs> should the swords not be sharp? I don't know. Yeah, let's ask the internet. What's the secret? Well, they either it's either a trick. They either slide back up into the handle or, I don't know. Don't sharpen your blade. The performer must first lean the head back, hyperextending the neck, mm-hmm. and relax the upper esophageal sphincter. Old saying, live by the sword. Die by the sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, retching must also be controlled while the sword, lubricated <laughs> by saliva, is inserted through the mouth past the pharynx. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, at there's a How Stuff Works on it. So, yeah, you have to learn to control the muscles that are typically not under voluntary control. This is also how you suck a D. Just saying. That's why you put... I'll say it again. <laughs> I, uh, uh, oh I, my God, I, I, just, I don't have any sympathy for these. For these people, no. I mean, I mean, I appreciate their courage, but uh, I, I, it's not like anybody's begging you to bring back the old, <laughs> the old vaudeville comedy act of swallowing swords. Yeah, um, we, we, we get it. It's been done. It, it'd be the same. Like, okay, if you're the person tied to the board and the dude's throwing knives at you <laughs> and you get hit by a knife, I'm not donating to your GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, no. It's just, yeah, okay. Who would insure that? I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, man, you're you're 59 years old. What's the most swords that's ever been swallowed? Dude. Is that is five the record? That's got to be more. Count? That's got to be. He messed himself up. I bet it's uh, 10. No, more than that. Um, Brad Byers holds the Guinness World Record for the most swords swallowed and twisted at one time by swallowing 10 27-inch swords at one time and then twisting all 10 swords 180 degree uh 180 degrees in his throat. Shut. Wow, up. that's kind of awesome and terrifying at the same time. Mm. So you got to twist it so you can physically see. It's like when you run a hoop over the levitating lady at the uh circus. This is one person that could do 28 swords at once, but he didn't rotate them. Wow. Uh, I don't, I don't like this story anymore. I don't like thinking about this. Yeah, I'm shocked you don't nick, nick yourself every time you try to do that. Listen, I, I, maybe they just get they they get the uh, scar tissue and just move on. Um. So this dude. Most swords swallowed while juggling three axes. 
Okay, that's kind of impressive. World record for the most swords swallowed while juggling three axes is 18 swords for 10 seconds, achieved by Chain Hultgren. Um, on the Today Show in Australia, that old C word. Sword swallower extraordinaire. Dun, 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 dun. And multiple record holder, Chain uh, Hultgren. I had to work my way up when I was a youngster. I, I was eating fire, and then uh, then I uh, hit the circuit. I started eating glass, and then uh, then uh, graduated, and they started shoving uh, swords down my throat. They all look dull. Wow. Old school. They look like Hungarians or something. Yeah, don't they look like old uh, circus yeah. Yeah. Fr- freaks, don't they? Sure. God, what a weird... What a weird hobby. How long has that been around? I don't know. Swallowing swords. What for? Yeah, and who was the first person to be like, I'm going to give this a shot? You know? Yeah. You'd think they would outlaw that. (laughs) Uh, I've never really thought about it. I, me neither. I've never even Googled about it or read about it or I mean, anything. The, you, I, you know, if they said uh, circus opening, uh, sword swallower, uh, $50 a day, <laughs> not going to cut it. No, well, I'm going to need health insurance. Might cut it, but it's probably not going to cut it. All right. Well, uh, it'd be funnier if he swallowed different stuff, like a... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll just move. Like summer sausage. We'll, we'll just, like what? We'll just move on. I, I don't know. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, TSA officials at the Dane County Regional Airport had a hell of a day the other day. Um, agency shared photos on the twits. Showing a small dog inside a backpack that went through the scanner. What in the hell? TSA regional spokesperson Jessica Mail, welcome to the show. Said the dog's owner was going through the checkpoint with the dog, which they had declared to the airline as they should, but did not remove it from the carrying case before just sending it through the damn machine. (laughs) And it looked like a backpack, so they kind of put the bag face down in the bin. Our officers didn't know there was an animal inside. They sent the whole thing through. She knew. And then, of course, the officers would be looking at the x-ray images. They're like, wait, something ain't right. She knew. So they got the passenger, uh, connected with them, talked to her, educated her. In this case, it was just somebody who was naive about the screening process, and she didn't know the rules. There was no malicious intent or anything there. Dog and passenger able to continue on their way after the screening snafu. Not the first time a pet has gone through the x-ray machine in recent weeks because we're surrounded by idiots. Oh, we had a cat, didn't we? Last month, the cat went through the security inside a suitcase at uh, John F. Kennedy International Airport. Officials said that when traveling with a pet, best to notify your airline ahead of time, you dummy, (laughs) and remove pets from all your bags or carriers before going through security. Yeah, the the, the x-ray always looks kind of sad. Because the dog, the cat or the dog, kind of it looks squished. Yeah. You know, and it's it's dark, and they're probably having trouble breathing a little bit. I mean, you know, they're slowly. It's loud. It's loud. It's moving. It's twitching. Yeah. It's, like, it's probably pretty terrifying. It's terrified. Oh uh, man, what a that is a bad pet owner. I'm sorry, you suck. Get a cat carrier and. Do how you're supposed to do it. I don't understand. That is really, really weird. Uh, you're going to kill your animal. Not that they don't get killed anyways. I mean, 
things happen. They that they freeze to death down in cargo and right, and then they get stuck in a. a, a, a uh, they, their oxygen can get cut off if they're up in a bin or down under uh, a seat. I mean, right. And if you have one of those dogs or cats with this mushed face, you ain't even supposed to be flying with them, right? Because they're, well, they're freaks of nature. But beyond that, they were bred to be freaks, uh, which is a whole nother conversation. But they have trouble with their sinuses, obviously. Mm. That's why a pug always sounds like it can't friggin' breathe because it really can't. <laughs> True that. Yeah, I don't. That's that's pretty mean, man. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're clearly trying to get something for nothing. I mean, you know, I don't. You know, she went through the necessary things. It was the carrier looked like a backpack, and she put it through the screening thing. And you're you don't have to do that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it was a, an official carrier. Right. Okay. They had declared to the airline that they had the dog. Gotcha. But they did not remove it from the carrying case, which looked like and a backpack. It, and it went through. And she put the damn carrying case face down. <laughs> so the dog's just like, ah. <laughs> oh. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a little better than... Trying to smuggle the try, dog try on and you're carrying Smuggle on. a dog and a cat to Phoenix. Right. For the summer. 100%. Or, or for the winter. Yeah. That makes me feel a little bit better. At first appearance, you're like, what yeah. a dick. But yeah. then it's like, well, she just thought she had to send her dog through the x-ray, I, I guess. I, I thought like most people leaving for vacation, they have a few cocktails. You know, they get ramped up. They packed my dog. This, uh, I, I forgot something. It's like Kevin. You, you, <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. Forget where you pack Kevin. Yep. And, 100%. Uh, here we are. Good God. Mm-hmm. Blame it on the alcohol. Um, We could stay on the booze tip if you want to here. Um. Oh, hey, if I'm talking about the airport, I'm playing this. I've got a plane full of people saying you threatened that stewardess. I was not threatening her. I was just trying to get my bag into the overhead storage thing. You were acting like a maniac, oh. and you threatened her with a bomb. No, I said I didn't have a bomb. You said bomb. I said it's not like I have a bomb. You said bomb on an airplane. What's wrong with saying bomb on an airplane? You can't say bomb on an airplane. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Bomb, 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 bomb. You gonna arrest me? You assaulted an airline employee. What if I was in, in the military and I was a bombardier? Bomb, bomb, bomb. Bomb, bomb, bomb. away for a what? What you got there? Let me see here. Somebody just sent me a text and said they're the TSA person that found the dog. Oh, no kidding. Call him. That's not Eddie. No way. No way, dude. Hang on. Hello? Johnny, it's Eddie. Dude. What up? I didn't, I didn't know you worked at the airport. Yeah. All yeah. right. So you're TSA, dude? Yeah. What the hell? They're li- they'll hire anybody. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no one's safe at all. My God! <laughs> Can I talk to the manager? I am the manager. Oh crap! Yeah, we're real good friends, aren't we? Uh huh. Real right. love all these years. So, uh, um, you found the dog. Yeah. <laughs> what did you now? Say? Were you are, are you the guy that looks at the TV, the X-ray, or are you? Yeah. Okay, so you're sitting in the chair looking at the X-ray. Yep. God help was, us. Uh... God help us. Well, yeah, know. you know what though? It'll be great when we smuggle all that weed through. I know, when, right? when we're going to Orlando. Like, Eddie, we're good, right? Eddie, Eddie, we tight. Eddie, do not feel the bulge in my pants right now, Eddie. Oh dear. All right, so uh, 
what's your first th- walk me through this now you, it you does see, happen every now and then you see it an animal every now and then right uh the gal just came through it was a it was a really nice dog carrier the kicker is when she put it down uh she backed up to the table to uh divest the items and so forth put it into a tub so the it literally is the back of the backpack. It looks like any other black fabric sure. backpack. Right. But, but it you... does have a cool bubble on the front. We couldn't see it because it's, it's the, the tub was actually covering it. But then when it goes through an x-ray, it comes through. And sure enough, it's uh, definitely something that shouldn't be in there. <laughs> and, uh, Thanks. We, we pulled it, and uh, the lady had absolutely... No idea that it was the wrong thing to do by any means. Sure. I was going to ask you if she was older. She kind of was totally cool. Yeah. She was, uh, I'll just say, Johnny, she's our age. And uh, <laughs> she was cool. She was, God, she was, Eddie, you are not helping. I can tell. I mean, she I, was polite. She felt, uh, you know, she was very kind or anything, but uh, right. she just didn't have. She was confused. Yeah. Yeah, she's confused. Yeah, she's confused. Yeah. Right, right, right. She wasn't trying to smuggle and the it, dog on. Right, right. No, yeah. no, 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 no. So, so you're going to, at, at, at that point, you say, uh, sir, I have uh, an animal. And then would you, uh, do you need to take the animal out of a carrier? Is that a thing yeah. you guys got to do? When, what you do is you take the, uh, the animal out. Uh, either you're going to carry it or have it on a leash, take it through uh Extra. A different, a different Met, detector, a metal, but it's still got to go. Do you wand a dog or a cat? Uh, no, you're not going to wand a dog or cat. Well, it depends on what's on the dog, cat, animal, whatever. But um, the person will definitely get checked out and so forth. There's other screening that can be done. But uh, I, I sat there and I looked at her and I said, is this your bag? And she goes, yes. I go, what? What's in there? She goes, I go, do you know what's in there? And she goes, yeah, my dog. I go, you put a dog through my x-ray? And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, this just went above my head. So I uh, had to call in. The- yeah, for, so for her, a bag is a bag is a bag is a bag. And, and that's what we're drilled into our brains. We throw it through the x-ray machine. Yeah, she uh, she was totally cool about it. She was yeah. she didn't. How was the dog? Was We're not. Uh, nobody even checked on the dog. How was the dog? Well, we did. Absolutely, we did. Is he all right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, we did. Um, we had Dane County uh, deputy there also. Uh, you know, checked on the dog. Dog was good. Um, but yeah, it was it was by far as some of the other officers said they've been there for a long many many years. They're like right. That's the first. At least you. Uh, so uh, there, there's probably people out there hearing this, thinking that the god dang dog was getting squished to death. Was the dog in any danger at any point going through the X-ray machine? Yeah. No. The backpack is a really nice backpack. Right, and it's got little it's, air holes. It's formed and it has a big cool window. And yeah, there you Lots on it. For it's like that and... backpack we use to carry the cat around. Do you remember? It looks like a space bubble on the front. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like a big ball in the front, and there's a window, yeah. and she had blankets and everything in there. It was really nice. Like I was like, dang, you know, she put the money out for that. Right. She just but thought it just had to go through. It. So her her only mistake was uh, just uh, 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 claim your dog and then let let uh, the let you guys do your job. I don't even think she. She literally just dropped it in like it was. She had a pair of sweatpants in there. I mean, now here's a question right. for you. Here's a question for you. Now, say Biatch is traveling for the holidays. 
She's got a big old dildo in her carry-on. Mm-hmm. Now, does she need? Now, if you pull that out, it happens every day. Does the person have to claim ownership, or do you just kind of give them a wink and you go, "That's mine"? I uh, don't even do that, man. It, it's so common; it's unreal. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, big old it, girthy bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're like, that, you're like, no, Eddie's like, man, there's a, can you tell me what this thing is called? Um, Yeah, that's no. the uh, mild 222 big girthy bastard? Yeah, go on. No, I, it's just as if it's an everyday thing and you just move on. Yeah, you move it's on. not anything you you're going to. You got to keep your cool, keep your cooth, be right, professional, right. and uh, right, move right, on. Right. I would personally check my dildo. I would not Don't, put uh, it in my carry-on. So, no, no, that's, that's no. D, say that again hey. for yourself to hear that. Yep. I would check the dildo, yep. not put it in your carry-on. Well, no, yeah, but the problem is somebody down in baggage is going to whip it out and try it. <laughs> They're going to put it back in the bag. Thelma down in baggage is going to say, man, that's a good one. Try that little horned up oh, here today. Uh, well, thank you for a, the call. Thank you for a, the inside information. What a, Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing what you see, but... Uh, I tell you what, it is. I'm unbelievably grateful for my job and and for the people that work there because there is some scary stuff out there in the world. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, just like the article said, it it does happen every now and then. And uh, I'm grateful for all my uh, coworkers and would you uh, people that are out there. Would you say if you sent a feline through the machine, that would be a cat scan? Oh, <laughs> oh my God! You <laughs> snuck that right in there. He wasn't ready for that. No. Oh, I was not. Hey, uh, uh, how hard is it to have your job? What uh, What was your training like? To, to... It was on, it, the training is extensive. I'll give you that. Yeah. They send you away. Uh, you go down and you train with uh, U.S. Marshals, IRS, uh, Border Patrol. I mean, a whole bunch of training. Wow. So it's pretty extensive. Uh, the hiring process was eight and a half months for me. Really? Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, you know, is it's extensive. It, is it a uh, full-time thing, part-time oh, gig, yeah. or yeah? So you go, oh, yeah. you go to like uh, TSA college. Yeah, and you're right there with the, you know, U.S. Marshals, with the Customs and Border Patrol. You're there with all the other federal law enforcement uh, training at the same time. Right. So it's pretty neat. Uh, you don't carry a gun, do you? You have a gun on you? This position uh, currently does not have a gun. Oh. Yeah, and then uh, is there is there uh, extra training for the for the X-ray um, skills? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Oh sure, sure. Very interesting, man. Well, dude, uh, we appreciate uh, you being out there and being uh, being nice about it, man. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. I'm pretty grateful for. The, I know you uh, could have shot that lady dead and and still been in the no. line of duty, but uh, you could have done an anal cavity check. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh dear. I know. Well, thank you, Eddie. Merry Christmas. Well, thank you, and uh, you guys take care. All Have right. a good one. Happy, out there. happy holidays. Right, there Thanks, you. Eddie. Eddie at TSA. That was kind of cool. I can't believe we actually had the, the dude. I know. What are the odds he was listening? I mean, listen how calm and professional. Yeah, we'd be terrible at that job. <laughs> you dumbass! It's a cat! I happen to love cats! Just awful. We would not last a week. Bender over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
people. Relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Okay, um, so I have a new survey about getting injured during the holidays. Oh, boy. And as you may may guess, booze is involved yeah. in, in quite a few of these. Figured. So um, I figured I have a song that's appropriate. I just need PC2. Yeah. Here we go. I'm beginning to drink a lot at Christmas. I'm getting worse, I swear. I fell into the Christmas tree, wrote my name in the snow with pee, woke up with vomit and tinsel in my hair. I'm beginning to drink a lot at Christmas, spent Christmas Eve in jail. I hired a prostitute while dressed in a Santa suit with money I earned while ringing a Christmas bell. I hung up some lights that I found late at night somewhere in the neighbor's yard. I opened some gifts, but I have to admit that my name was not on the card. Someday the folks at Toys for Tots might want to post a guard. I'm beginning to drink a lot at Christmas. I ain't too proud of that. And if you want more proof, I spit on carolers from the roof. Wearing nothing but a stolen Santa hat. All right. In a new survey, 30% of Americans say they've been injured during various holiday-related activities. You shoot your eye out, kid. That's like one in three of us, dude. Uh, Now, this is whether it was a minor injury or it sent them to the damn ER. (laughs) So I have the list of injuries here. Um. They would, uh, hey, why don't you guess the number one holiday-related oh, well. injury for people? So I would. Uh, Valen, that is my favorite part of the show. <clears throat> I'm under no obligation to answer before the. Um, you don't ever have to answer. I don't care. Music stops playing. I'm gonna say uh, the number one Christmas injury. Um, a dad gets a chainsaw, fires it up, and takes out three fingers off. You leave Jesse James Dupree out of this. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, it involves wrapping or opening presents. Uh, Scissors, knives. 13% have cut themselves while wrapping or opening presents. Box cutters. Yeah, I mean, take it easy. How sharp them scissors anyway? Uh, 11% have slipped or tripped outdoors. 10% 10% have been uh, hurt cooking during the holidays. I'm surprised that one isn't higher. Because you're work- you're working on so many things. Yeah. The common thing that'll happen when we're cooking a bunch of stuff is you just go to grab a pan. You don't even think about it, you know, and whatever. Um, 6% have been burned by a candle. Another 6% have tripped or slipped over a holiday-related object. 4% have fallen from a ladder. That has to be higher. What percentage on the ladder? Four percent. Oh, yeah. That's uh, I don't. People aren't being honest about. It. They're embarrassed. Yeah. Four uh, percent were hurt while standing on furniture or, while putting up decor. Or they died and couldn't. They couldn't fi- finish, finish the survey. The survey. Yeah. Right. They buried him right on the spot. Three percent have been injured while putting decorations or lights on the roof. They waited till spring. They thawed him out, put him in the ground. Yes. Um, now, twelve percent of those who were injured say they were drunk at the time. Yeah. 
also lying. I say you're taking uh, some some Christmas wrapping out to the garage. You got to go down four steps. Yeah, you've been eggnogging all morning. Right. Yeah. Or you know you're drinking wine and you need to hang up the mistletoe and you think you can balance on the rolling chair. Right. But you can't. Anywho, um, let's talk about your lights. Do you leave your lights on all night, all day? What do you do with your lights? Uh, What lights? Your inside lights, outside lights. Uh, well, I'm not going to give up my security detail right here on the air. I have a very, I very... I can see it if I stand outside your house. <laughs> very, very complicated system. Get up in the middle of the night, flick three times, give the the okay signal. Oh, for Christ's no, sake. No, we are... Uh, yeah, I, I, sure, I keep the porch light on. Some people in your the neighborhood... holiday lights. Holiday lights, no, we, we shut them off. Okay. Right. But I'll turn them on when I get up in the morning, and uh, so the cats have something fun to look at. Although the cats, I don't think, can see color. Oh. They just see blinky. Yeah. Um, so, something to play with. Okay. Uh, 38% of people leave their outdoor and indoor holiday lights on on overnight. 24% only leave their outdoor lights on, and 16% will leave indoor holiday lights on like their Christmas tree. 22% turn off everything when they go to sleep. Everything. Everything. Uh, no, I keep a light on in the living room. I no. like to keep my outdoor lights on because I I know what it's like to be driving late at night, and it's nice to see lit up houses, I think. So I leave them on in the hopes that they spark joy and for somebody else driving lonely through Johnson I, Creek. The only reason I leave my, uh, my, my white blinkies on on the three Arbovitas uh, is because I'm too lazy to walk out and unplug them. Uh, so it's just like, yeah. They're fine. See, my we have a, uh, a switch down in the basement. Mm-hmm. If you flick the switch, then your outdoor lights go off. Freaking fancy. Dude. It is, but you know what? I leave them on all the time yeah, anyway. Yeah, don't care. <laughs> you can't see them in the day. Not bothering but, anybody. But I don't get, whatever. Really don't care. I know. It's bad. I should do better, but here I am. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, f- yeah, drinking knives. Uh, I think I stabbed myself uh, with a candy cane i was sucking on once i think i drew blood that's not a very manly injury do you remember i just this just sparked in my brain do you remember when greg bear was hanging up christmas lights and he got a puncture wound from the staple do you remember that and he Uh, ended up in the hospital with a goddamn staph infection is that what that was yep I remember him stubbing his toe, and he took like three days off of work. <laughs> I'm like, man, this dude does not want to work. <laughs> Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO, like foreplay for your day. Today is National Orgasm Day. <laughs> I'll have an orgasm. And for my drink, I'd like a banana daiquiri. I'm going to ask you a simple question about sex. Do you ever fake it? You cannot fake an erection. This is the Fake It 8. <laughs> no, that's just science fiction. Kind of like the female orgasm. With Johnny and D. <laughs> JJO. Fake It 8 brought to you by Cruz and Chubbies in the Dells. Up to 30 entertainers a night. That's 60 tits. Party there seven days a week. Best party around. Big city feel, but Midwest-friendly environment, you betcha. Spacious atmosphere, unlike many other clubs. So spread out at Cruz and Chubby's. every single one out of a police lineup. If mm-hmm. I... All right, Nicole. 
It's all right. Time-honored holiday tradition of making half the audience happy, pissing off the other half. And uh, you're right in the thick of it. No, nowhere to hide, Nicole. Your moment of truth is golf. Okay. Shall I start? Oh, listen to her playing sexy the whole way. Go ahead. You had me. You, you had me at sixty tits. Go ahead. One woman in sixty tits. Yeah, give it to me. I want you. Ah, deeper. What? Ah, deeper. Easy. All right. All right. Didn't mean to cut you off. No. Don't stop. Did uh, Trevor turn up the heat or uh, get a little warm? Don't encourage her. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, you even get your own song, Nicole. How did that work out nice? Did you like that? It's alright. Yeah, it's alright. <laughs> Kidding, that was amazing. It's a nice change from most of the guys that call up and belch and, and, and uh, hang up on me. So, yes, come going to compare the two. That's amazing. Nicole, is this your first radio appearance here uh, on Fake It Ain't? Um, I think so. Phenomenal. I, I feel pre- like I would remember this whore. I believe. <laughs> See? See, only a, a woman can say that to another woman. I know my place. All right, hello. Hi. Um, I might recommend a uh, albuterol rescue inhaler in this case. See a doctor? Hey, you just took a look, dude. Morning. I can't go any deeper. Hello. Chewy. Chewy uh, getting worked up into a leather. Uh, are we done? I think so. Yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I know you're not. I, I know you're not done. It's like something wrong with you. I just keep thinking of one woman with 60 yeah, tits. Yeah, right, right, right. It's a real freak show. Hello? Johnny, I finished a long time ago. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Thanks for being a team player. Hello? Go! Get in there and check out that hole! <laughs> All right. Nicole, you made some fans here today, buddy. That's fantastic. Got your own music. It's a, felt like I was uh, in the freaking club, man. That's great. Great job. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. <laughs> Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. It's hump day and I'm moving.
talk about sex and Ooh. relationships like we know what we're talking about, but we really don't. Um, I just read what other people say. You've got questions. We've got boners. I've got Google. Um, now, this uh, is an article that kind of focuses on women choosing not to have sex. Uh-oh. Yeah. Bad for us. Huh? <laughs> uh, according to Megan Rice, she's a therapist. She specializes in couples. She says it can be harder to develop and maintain a sexual relationship as one grows older. And not focusing on sexual relationships can allow women to focus on their shifting priorities. Oh, God. <laughs> Just get in the hot tub and let's... <laughs> Listen, give me 30 seconds and we'll get back to your priorities. <laughs> I drank a lot of wine. Always known to be a very sensitive and caring lover, Johnny yeah. Danger. God. <laughs> Go to therapy if you got a problem. Anyway. I thought women could have it all. I thought women could get laid and, and still have have it all. Sure. All right. They can. Good. I just want to check. Now, this is this next statement kind of makes me giggle a little bit. Women may choose not to have sex because sex requires time and energy. <laughs> Which become increasingly more valuable commodities as we age. <laughs> what the? Are you, are you blocking six hours off? For, what are you, what are you, it's called the, the quickie. <laughs> Learn about it. Uh, plus, our priorities shift over time, so it's fair to expect that if sex is not a priority, that valuable time and energy will be absorbed by other things that can align closer to our needs. What happened to romance? Oh, well, listen, and I think that's a factor as well, right? Um, I think we've both been in relationships where your interest in sex wanes because you don't particularly care for the person that you're a partner with. Fair enough. You know? Well, that's um, a whole different set of issues. Right. Go ahead. But that might be a reason why yeah. as well they're like, hey, listen, I would rather make the grocery right. list. Right. Yeah, we've went over that before. I'd rather, yeah, uh, yeah do... Uh, the laundry. Well, yeah, whatever. Right. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, hormonal changes can also be a factor, which the, do not underestimate that for sure. Um, regardless of the reasons, putting sexual relationships on the back burner can be empowering for some women. You get out of it, what you put in it, dude? Well, and I, I think, too, for some women, it's a fatigue issue where it's like they're tired of being objectified and so taking away that part of it where it's like okay well i'm not just here for sex yeah that makes them feel empowered which makes sense i mean you would not everybody's going to be happy with that philosophy but all well, right sure but you're assuming too that like you know this could just be a woman that's not in a relationship either where she's just like you know what i'm done having sex with people She's well you young. should say that up front you shouldn't lull us into this trap this well no it could be couples it could be you're whoever. setting me up for a trap to say stupid man things and then and then i fall for i it. ain't gotta set no trap for you to say stupid man things honey <laughs> there you go there you go 
She's been screwed over five times. She hates men. You should say that up front. Say she's not currently in a relationship. That changes everything. No, because it could apply to people in relationships as well. All right. Ay, Chihuahua. All right. Anyway, um, I suppose I'm going to refer to therapy again. Everybody should go to therapy. Everybody should. Well, there's lots of sexless marriages. I mean, that's not new. I mean, what are we talking about? I know. Roommates, you turn into roommates, and people are fine with it. Some they don't have the they don't have the energy. Well, sure. I mean, sometimes it works for both. Sometimes you 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 leave, you move on. Right. Totally. Oh, it's complicated. Wow. So what are we? Uh, what's the? What's the end? What, what well, are, you can't force your wife to have sex with you. I can tell you that much. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I don't know. I would say listening to your wife is probably going to be the priority here. And the more you listen and the more you show care yeah. and interest. Don't get angry. That's not going to help yeah. the situation. Yeah, and don't yeah. guilt her into it. Pretend to listen. Nothing for, dries just, up a Volvo more than a guilt trip. sit there and pretend to listen, grind your teeth, and let her talk. And right. If it makes because everybody, you know what? That's what we do when you're talking. Makes everybody happy. <laughs> And then, and then you get to the point where you're scheduling sex, which is fine. That's what because that's people what that are comes busy. Up. Sure, um, but yeah, whatever. Listen, therapy helps with everything. Everything. But uh, that, that sounds more like an uh, like an aging uh, situation. And it could, yeah, exactly. Hormones definitely yeah. play a part in that. You know, I was a huge whore in my twenties, and it was fine. And I, I could detach from the emotional and and mental part of sex, and that was fine. But being older now, it's yeah. like no, I, I'm not. Yeah, guys are just a little more black and white. Yeah, I mean, not to take anything away from your raging hormones, but uh, we're just listen. I put the whore in hormones, all right? <laughs> we're just pretty much. Look, <laughs> spend seventy dollars a month on that hot tub. We're gonna get in. And I'm gonna feel your boobs. Okay, okay. That's how guys look at a hot tub. It's a vessel. Oh. It's a big vessel for boobs. That's amazing. Uh, hi. Hey, with a name like that, are you predestined to have dumb jobs like this and do stupid tests and or like studies like this? Yes. <laughs> or did she change her name to this because she likes doing crap like this? What the hell was it? Megan Rice. Yeah. Oh. Megan Rice. <laughs> Megan. Yeah, exactly. she, she sounds like a ball in the sack, doesn't she? She sounds like a real guy. Yeah, she's... Totally sounds like somebody I want to have sex with. <laughs> I think Megan no, no like man. Megan no longer like man. All right, man. Thanks, buddy. That's all right. Welcome, Megan. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, it's just like an old truck on the road. You know, after 30, 40 years, yeah, you just get old and tired. Yeah, things, you know, things, like you go in the Peterbilt parts counter and order a new pair of wheel bearings or something. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. My wheel sails get leaky. I need some rock tight. Yeah. All, All right, right, man. Thanks. That reminds me. You got an oil change Monona tire coming up, don't you? I do. <laughs> I'm not sure. See, look at this. Guys. This is the plug West Monona tire was guys, looking for. Guys, black and white. <laughs> Guys are very black and white. He's talking about parts wearing out, hips going bad, and all of a sudden I want to get your, my oil change. <laughs> guys are uh, guys are weird critters, man. That's we, all right. We really are. So, anyways, uh, in conclusion, in conclusion, uh, uh, just just uh, hope hope uh, hope you stay happy and uh, and uh, you enjoy each other's company in one whatever form that takes. 
Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I don't either. I mean, we're not professionals, but, clearly. What's the longest uh, you go without uh, a little uh, squishing body parts together? <laughs> How long? What's your, what's your time frame, man? Uh, currently, or yeah, look at this. I'm like I, I'm like half lesbian. I'm thinking I'm thinking like a lesbian though. I love it. This is great. Um, I don't know, a week, week and a half. Yeah, but uh, you don't see yourself. Uh, you see yourself engaged. I mean, you're 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 good to go, right? You're young. Engaged, like 40. to be married or no, engaged no, I in mean sexual involved. activity? Yeah, involved. Oh I'm yeah, like, dude. I mean, currently horny, as I think. Yes, uh, currently is, horny. Not to be uh, too scientific about. Currently it. horny. Yeah. Yes. How about you? <laughs> also currently horny. It's very exciting. Very exciting. I get time. uncomfortable when we're both currently horny together. Very exciting time. Yeah. Uh, yeah good luck. I. Uh, I. Uh, yeah, this is when people start cheating and, and uh, right going online and and uh, getting a little goofy. But yeah, if you can save it. Change of scenery always helps. Sure. A little, little romantic vac- vacation. I don't know what to tell you. That, this sounds uh, way beyond uh, Yeah. maybe a bottle of wine and a trip to Cancun. But listen. It sounds like some. I've gone without sex. I've gone on a celibate kick mm- before. Mm-hmm. I think I went, I went like 18 months without sex voluntarily. No, I, I just, it feels like you're talking about more major life changes. Sure. Like I've given up completely on the opposite sex. No, that doesn't mean that. Yeah. Giving up sex doesn't necessarily mean that you've given up on, on a relationship or whatever else. A lot of times it's like just to focus so that way it's just a distraction for you so you take that away so you can focus on other things. It doesn't mean you're never going to have sex again. You might be down for a one-night stand somewhere. No. <laughs> so, was that country song out there? Just a room key. You heard that song? No. Just out to use me, right? It's a really uh, depressing song, but it's uh, it fits perfectly. What was her name? I forget. She was just here. Megan Rice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, yeah, you know, so, eh, we all do what you got to do, I guess. Uh, whatever. It's a, it's a sad story. <laughs> Stuff we I got two totally just, different things out of that story. I know. It's just <laughs> stuff I don't want to know about. It's like, if, you gotta, if you're not into it, just tell me, I, you know? Right. I don't want to, the song and dance, just tell me. If it, they don't want to, if they don't want to have sex, they don't want to have sex. It's just the way it is. Yeah, I, I don't get angry. I mean, I haven't been in that spot yet, but it's like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't get angry. No. You would know? be like, what's up, dude? Right. And I don't know. If you're single and not wanting to have sex, and I have a lot of friends that are in that boat where they're just like, I'm done with this stupidity that is dating right now, and I'm totally fine with it. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that they've given up. It doesn't mean that they're prudes. It doesn't mean anything other than that they're just tired of the drama for now, and they're taking a break. That and a COVID hangover. Sure. Yeah. 100%. And some of the people out there in the dating pool are... Pigs, period, end of story. Well, yeah, I mean, who wants to go back to a bar right now? I mean, you know, that's probably a lot of people have checked out of that game. Yeah, I don't know. If that's where you were doing it. (laughs) I don't know. Even blind dates are probably kind of scary. I don't even think that's a thing anymore. Yeah, blind dates? No. It's how you end up in a basement. 
the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.